Good morning. How is everyone this morning? Welcome this morning to our, would this be the Christmas Eve Eve service? In the day, Christmas Eve Eve in the morning. Christmas Eve Eve in the morning. Amen. Well, we got a few folks coming in, which is great. The Bible tells us in Galatians 4 that uh, when the time had fully come, God had sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law that we might receive the full rights of sons. Isn't that good news this morning? Amen. Let's stand together. So, Lord, we come today on this Sunday, uh, this Sunday prior to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and it's the day that we have marked to celebrate your first coming every year, Lord. We thank you that you came at the right time, that you came to set us free. You came to make us uh, share in the glory uh, that you have right now, Lord. And we know that, uh, that you came and, and you, your mission was to rescue us from the sin that so entangled, the sin that separated us from God and one another, uh, the sin, Lord, that uh, um, tries to defeat us and tries to bring us into bondage and destruction. But we thank you, Lord, today that Jesus came. And because of his coming, those that know him, those that are under the blood of Christ, those that are in Christ today can be called the sons of God. And we thank you for bringing your spirit into our lives, uh, bringing that assurance that we are yours. We praise you today. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Joy to the world. We're going to sing some carols this morning, and then we've got some specials and some uh, scripture reading and candle lighting, and it's just, we're just going to have a good time in the Lord. Amen? So if you're participating, no need to be uh, nervous. No, just relax and enjoy, enjoy the, uh, the gathering today. So joy to the world. Let's sing together. Joy to the world, for the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the world of the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ While fields and floods, rocks, hills and plains Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy Repeat, repeat the sounding joy Because he rules the world For oh, he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glory of his righteousness and the wonders of his love and the wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love let's sing that first first one again a joy to the world the lord is come let earth receive her king let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing and 
heaven and nature sing and heaven and heaven and nature sing so we're just going to sing that maybe once or twice more if we could just get around is it okay to do that just to get around and greet one another even in a service like this can we do that joy to the world joy to the world the lord is come that earth receive let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing and heaven and nature sing and heaven and heaven and nature sing he rules the world yes he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glory of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his
from the realms of glory wing your flight o'er all the earth he who sang creation story now proclaim messiah's birth come and worship come and worship worship christ the in the field abiding, watching o'er your flocks by night. God with man is now residing, yonder shines the infant light. Oh, come and worship, come and worship, worship Christ the
One more, one more time. Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations rise Join the triumph of the skies with angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn King. Well, you may be seated this morning great to sing some great carols. Amen? And uh, at this time, I think I'm going to ask Caleb and Kristen and Mary Ann, I believe they've got a song here, that we're going to get them to sing. And just before we do get them to sing, uh, we're going to bless the Lord this morning in our tithe and our offering today as we prepare to give. Bless the Lord. So we're going to ask our ushers if they would come at this time. I know Frank's getting the, the plates there, and as, they, uh, as he gets that all ready, and as we receive our offering, our tithe this morning, we're going to uh, invite the trio to come, and uh, they're going to do a special song for us this morning. Father, we uh, just pause again, thanking you for fact that because of Christ who left his riches and glory that we can be made rich in him and we just thank you Lord for the fact that you have given us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm and so Lord we worship you today as we've been singing songs come oh come all ye faithful as we've been singing songs Lord that honor and worship you as we've sing about the angels uh, worshiping and, and, and so on. Lord, we worship you in this manner as we bring these gifts before you. We ask, Lord, your blessing on the gift and the giver. And, uh, Lord, multiply it to be used for the glorification of, your, of yourself. And may the extension of your kingdom be the product. We ask it all in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen.
sing their song. Gary McMahon is going to be reading a scripture from Matthew.
Luke 2, 1 to 7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. I'm going to invite Martha to come. She has a monologue to share. I'm an angel. Oh, I know, I know. I don't look like an angel, right? No big, fluffy, feathery wings, no bright, shiny halo, no flashing stars. But I am an angel. Actually, I'm a Christmas angel. Well, sort of. I mean, I'm not like Gabriel, the tristest angel. He's such an awesome angel. All the other angels want to grow up and be just like him. And you know, he gets to deliver all the really cool, life-changing messages. Hail, favored one, the Lord is with you. I mean, if that doesn't get your attention, I don't know what will. But I'm not that kind of angel, no. I tend to get a little tongue-tied. Sometimes I ramble on a bit. Then there was uh, angels in the Celestial Christmas Choir. Oh, they're just great, right? I think I could listen to them forever, actually. Uh, I think I did listen to them forever. They practiced for eons and eons and eons. But I'm not one of those angels either. Don't really have the singing voice for it. No, I'm more of an administrative angel. I make things happen when they should. Things just don't happen to happen, you know. And there's forces out there who are working against his plan. And it's my job to make sure that the plan goes according to plan. For instance, Take the prophecy that the Messiah is to be born in Bethlehem of Judea. That was me. I did that. Nothing, really. A few choice words in the ear of Nebuchadnezzar, and before you could stay, forced choice words in the wrong guide, in Caesar Augustus. But before you could say Nebuchadnezzar eats grass, well, there was a writ, a decree, and a census of Mary and Joe were on their way to Bethlehem. Easy peasy. He's a bit of a pushover, really. Then there was the prophecy that the Messiah was to be born in a manger, in a, in a stable. Well, more like a place where there were animals in a manger. I really just needed the manger. Now, you'd think that would be a snap, right? Not so much. Contrary to popular opinion, most of those innkeepers really wanted to help. I mean, 
They didn't want to throw a poor pregnant woman out in the street in the middle of the night. I mean, like, really, who does that? I had to work really hard to keep things on track, yeah. There was a little flood in one inn. The weather was strange that night. And then there was just a minor infestation of rodents in another inn. I can still hear the innkeeper's wife screaming, but an angel's got to do what an angel's got to do, right? Well, finally, I got them to the place where they were supposed to be, and everything was set for his birth, except I didn't realize that human births were so messy and noisy. Well, fortunately for me, there was a woman across the street who knew just what to do. Actually, I think you met her last year. So she took care of that, and I had plenty of time just to think about things. We angels, of course, had heard about the plan for quite some time. Just between you and me, the celestial choir leaks like a sieve. Anyway, we'd heard about the plan, and some angels, not, not me, of course, but some angels said it was foolish, and it was doomed from the beginning. I mean, really, the king of glory, the lord of hosts, the maker of everything, the all in all, is going to leave his place in glory and come down here to this place? You're kidding, right? And who are these creatures anyway that he cares so much about them? Crazy. Yet, here we are. Well, way too much for this little angel to understand, so I thought I would have a nap. But that's when things got really strange. I mean strange. It was like time stood still. No, more like we transcended time. No, more like there was a rift in the space-time continuum, and inside was outside, and outside was inside, and up was down, and everything was turned around, and nothing was the same, and there was a baby crying, and there was angels singing. And that's when I saw it. I saw it all from beginning to end. I saw his birth. I saw his life. I saw his death. I saw his resurrection. And it all made sense. I got it. God so loved the world. He so loved you that he came. He came so that you could be saved. That you would have eternal life. He didn't come to judge the world. He came so that the world would be saved through him. And if you believed in him, in his son, then you weren't going to be judged. But if you didn't, well, then you were already judged. Yes, it made sense now. I understood. The judgment was, the light has come into the world, and men rather had darkness. They loved the darkness more than the light because their deeds were evil. They thought that if they killed him, they could extinguish the light. But just as his body was broken and his blood was spilled, the light, his light, was released to all who would receive it. My friends, you still live in a world where men love darkness rather than light. But as you celebrate his birth and you eagerly await his second coming, take his light, stand together, and proclaim the kingdom of God is now.
amazing to me. It's quite a talent. Thank you, Martha, for sharing that talent. Luke chapter 2, verse 8, it reads, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And we met the angel. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you great good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in this town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Did you know your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you've delivered will soon Give sight to a blind man. Mary, did you know your baby boy would calm a storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? When you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. The blind will see. The dead will hear, the dead will live again. The lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb. Mary, did you know your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know your baby boy would one day rule the nations. Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect land? The sleeping child you're holding is the grave.
Okay, there we are. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into, gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. sing a couple of congregational carols this morning. So if you want to stand with us. Well, it came upon the midnight clear that glorious song of old from angels bending near the earth to touch their hearts of gold peace on the earth with men from heaven's Oh, 
This here is, uh, you know, something that the angel, or that the shepherds did, and I think it's a, a bit of a um, an exhortation to all of us to to do this. Go tell it on the mountains, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountains that Jesus Christ is born. One more time, go tell it. Go tell it on the mountains. Over the hills and everywhere Go tell it on the mountain That Jesus Christ is born While shepherds kept their watching O'er silent flocks by night Behold throughout the heavens There shone a holy light Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Shepherds feared and trembled when low above the earth rang out the angel chorus. That held our Savior's birth. Go tell it on the mountain, over the fields and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Oh, down in a lonely manger. Our humble Christ was born, and God sent us salvation that the blessed Christmas morn. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain. That Jesus Christ is born. One more time. Oh, go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain. That Jesus Christ is born. That Jesus Christ is born. said to them, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told.
Is it on? There we go. 
Just the audio is good.
next time I'm going to ask Sandy if she would come and share a poem. little mix up here. My music was upside down. We're just wondering what we're going to do. Ryan, do you have that background tape for me? Oh. Okay. First, I just want to tell you how blessed I have been in this service already. It takes me back to when my children were all home and our son was a lot younger than the girls and the girls would be getting ready for Christmas and they'd have all these songs they were practicing and everything and I'd hear him going around the floor with his truck saying, our seer saves a bird, our deer saves a bird. I thought, what is this? Well, he's just practicing along with the girls. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I know that, um, uh, I know my mom was telling me about going to a conference one time and a whole bunch of school children were, had done a bunch of pictures and one of them had a picture of this very, very large man and underneath it it said, Round John Virgin. Do you need some more time, Ryan? We're good. Okay. That was just like a commercial. <laughs> I think we better start again. It's a little further in than I knew. just begun But how was she supposed to know She wrapped him in swaddling clothes Her precious newborn son Would become a sacrifice Yes, he would run and laugh and play but his manhood would bring the day when for the world 
he would choose to die. Mary wrapped a present to the world on that first Christmas morn when her baby was born. Mary wrapped a present to the Just one bright star so all could see The way to Bethlehem that winter night Many gifts they brought to him But a greater gift she gave to them For through her son would come eternal life Mary a present to the world on that first Christmas morn when Jesus was born. Mary wrapped a present to the world. Mary wrapped a present to the world on that there on my, on my part. Everybody enjoying all the different talent here in music and stuff this morning? This is pretty good. It's good. So if you want to sit, if you want to stand, you can, whichever is comfortable for you, we're going to sing Away in a Manger together. Can we do that?
So in Matthew chapter 2, it says that after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. And after they heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So it's your turn. section and I'm going to ask Ethan if he could start us off. 
1 Peter 1, 3-4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, kept in heaven for you. Today we light the first candle in remembrance of the hope Christ gives us. To us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Psalm 1611. You make known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with the joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. We light the third candle, rejoicing because of the overwhelming joy that Jesus has given to us. Caleb, would you mind lighting the fourth candle? He's a Bible college grad, too. Uh, this candle represents love. And so we'll read from John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God not, did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And we light the fourth candle to remember the love that Jesus revealed in his coming and his dying for each of us. In John's Gospel, it reads in the, in the very beginning, verse one. It says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word—excuse me—the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, 
and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And there was a man sent from God whose name was John, and this man came for a witness to bear witness to, of the light that all through him might believe. He was not the light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. Who here likes Christmas? You like Christmas? I like Christmas. I like Christmas. I like, uh, you know, and in fact, my wife is really, she's the, when it comes to the person that likes Christmas the most, probably besides the kids, because the kids love Christmas. My wife really likes Christmas. She likes all the traditions. And she wants the family to have traditions and all those things. And of course, uh, one of the things that's really high on her radar is she loves her Christmas tree. And I can tell you that we went out and, uh, you know, trying, trying to sort all that kind of stuff out. But listen, when it comes to, to staying married, you really need to make sure that you take care of issues like the issues that are high on her radar. This is a premium, right? Now, I know you should, I'm not putting all the blame on you, dear, but you love Christmas, and you just love those kinds of things. So, And, and of course, decorations. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm not as big on the decorations. I mean, I do like some lights, and we're going to get to that, but I like the turkey, and I like the stuffing. And that sort of thing. It doesn't matter about the gifts for me, but one thing I like is I like the turkey. For her, it's more along the lines of the decorations and the lights. And, and it was just interesting that, uh, you know, we were able to get some lights up, and she took care of the decorations. She's, she's really the one who puts it all together. And if there's some guys here today, you probably could say the same thing. Because it's, for, for, for women, or at least for my wife, it is, a, it is something that she just loves to do. For me, it's a chore. But after it's all done, you kind of come to a place where you appreciate it. Anybody find that you appreciate when it's all done? And, you, you know, you look at the lights and blah, blah, blah. And then you go out driving. So we've got some lights on the, on the inside of the house. But just last night, we were out, I think it was just last night, we were out driving, I think, from the, from the church, from taking care of some things. And, uh, and my mother-in-law, who's here, my mother-in-law happened to look around at some of the lights that were on the, on the houses and stuff, and she said, you know, it is so beautiful, it looks like something that you'd see in Hallmark, or on a Hallmark card, or a Hallmark Christmas. Anybody watching those Hallmark Christmas movies? Oh, they're really sappy, aren't they? Are they ever sappy? Oh, my goodness. It's a pain. It's, it's torture. But, you know, it, they're on there, and you just have to tolerate it. But here's my mother-in-law. She's looking at these houses. And I'll admit, as I was driving by some of these houses, it dawned on me, oh, our lights are all on the inside. I haven't got any lights on the outside. Now, please understand, I'm not a Scrooge or a miser. Well, my wife might beg to differ. But there's no lights on the outside. And I'm walk, driving by some of these houses, and there's lights on, and there's beautiful lights on the outside, and they've got, you know, these trees, and they've got uh, snowmen. And I mean, I've got one of these things that you put in the ground, and it puts the lights on for you. It's very simple, and I haven't even got that up yet. All of our lights 
are on the inside. I don't have any lights on the outside. And can I make a suggestion this morning that oftentimes it's a similar situation when it comes to our relationship with Jesus. We, we may read the scriptures, we may pray, we may even gather together with other believers to worship and to adore him as we this morning. But it's interesting in our in that in that verse that I or that passage I was reading here that John mentions a guy by the name of John the Baptist who came for a witness to bear witness of the light and that light is Jesus. And we know that John, you know, most of us are not going to go into the wilderness and put on camel's hair and and look un, you know, unkempt and and, and be eating uh, you know, locusts and wild honey and then come out and start telling everybody that they're broods of vipers and all of that sort of stuff. That might not be our calling to do it that way. But can I suggest this morning that we've all been called to witness to and to bear the light of Jesus Christ, not just on the inside, like the lights I got on the tree, or actually my wife's got the lights on the tree, right? And the lights on the, on the, on the, on the uh, threshold coming in, but the light that the world needs to see is the light that we shine on the outside. We heard, we talked about hope. We lit a candle and we, we read a scripture about hope. Jesus is the hope for this world. I don't know about you this morning, but our world right now, in fact, our world has always been in a state of uncertainty, upheaval, and chaos. There's always been wars and always been un political unrest. There's always been these kinds of concerns that people have had. And yet, as we noted today, that Jesus is the hope. He's the one who brings peace into our hearts, even when the world virtually in a mess. He's the one who loves us. And I'm thankful tonight, or to this morning, excuse me, it, although it's dark, it's not tonight, but I'm thankful that Jesus loves me, this I know. I'm glad that John 3.16 tells me, for God so loved the world. And then if I believe, if I trust him, if I give him my life, that he's willing to forgive me. He's willing to embrace me. He's willing to make me one of his own and willing to give me a hope and a peace and a joy that surpasses all understanding. But I want us to challenge us this morning to say it is not for us just to keep on the inside. You know, I can enjoy the lights on the inside of the house. I can see them from the, um, you know, from the coach and from the love seat. And I can see, but when I look on the outside, it's really... It needs some work. It needs some light. And so I want to challenge us today that as we move into, or I should say out of this season, and we move into a brand new calendar year, that each and every one of us, like John the Baptist, has been called to bear witness to the light. We are to be those who carry hope. We are to, the, we are to be those who carry joy, peace, and love. And not just keeping it to ourselves, but we are to... We are to uh, serve that up to a world that needs it. And right now, as we notice this room, it's 
somewhat in the dark. I'm going to take this candle and I'm going to light this candle simply because this candle, as you notice, and we use this is symbolic, of course, we've got hope, and we've got peace, and we've got joy, and we have love. But it's all surrounding, it's all orbiting the white candle. It just simply represents Jesus. And it's wonderful to be over here, but I'm just noticing there's a lot of darkness out there. And yet, all, every one of us has a candle, and then all of a sudden when Jesus lights up your life, and the hope and the peace and the joy and the love become part of who you are. It's really awesome to have light here. But isn't it neat to clap. Everybody has a good job. So let's sing together as Carol plays for us. And
Silent Night. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your Son that first Christmas morning. And as we have recounted the story, the scripture and song, monologue, carols, Lord, we are so thankful for the hope, the peace, the joy, the love that you have brought into our lives, into our assembly, into our family. And so, Lord, we ask that as we go from this place today, that those elements, the hope, peace, joy, and love of Jesus will go with us, that we'll be able to share that with others. And I just pray in Jesus' name that everyone here will put you first in their lives, will be sure that Jesus is the center of their Christmas celebration and all through the year that's coming. Lord, I pray a blessing on each one, every family that's represented. Be with them, keep them safe, and may your love fill their hearts. And
guide your lives. We ask it in Jesus' name. Everyone said, amen, amen. God bless you this morning. God bless you. Be sure that you are uh, you safely handle your candles and be sure that before you leave, you know, hug someone's neck or, you know, make sure you greet them on the way out. And uh, again, Lord bless you and thanks so much for coming and celebrating today. Just before you go, and they called the duty electrician and said, let there be light. And then there was light. Hallelujah. God is good. Pastor, can I ask you and your family to come up to the front, please? While they're doing that, I, I was so blessed with the amount of talent and the gifts that God has sprinkled in this church, in the singing and the acting. and the, What a blessing. God is a good God. He's given us many gifts. You know, Pastor, at this time of the year, as we move into the celebration and the Christmas season, um, culminating in, in worshiping the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, um, it's a time where... You know, we express love. We express thanks. Uh, sometimes it's in a handshake. Sometimes it's in a God bless. Uh, sometimes it's in saying Merry Christmas. And sometimes it's just even giving somebody a cheesecake. <laughs> we express love in so many different ways. And I want to say on behalf of our congregation that you are God's gift to this congregation. We appreciate you. We honor you. We respect you and we love you. And on behalf of this congregation, we'd like to give you a small gift as a token of our appreciation for you and your family. God bless you. Oh, wow, wow. Wow. I'm going to pass this to the treasurer here. And it's not Elizabeth here, dear. So on behalf of our family, we just want to we just want to thank you for for that expression of love and um, and uh, as uh, as Ed had said so many wonderful things and I and I can't remember everything he said he kind of took me by surprise but um, uh, we just yeah we just thank you for your your love thank you for uh, your prayers um, in the good times and in the bad and uh, we just uh, we just want to express our, our gratitude. And uh, we just want to wish everyone here a very Merry Christmas, a very Happy New Year. Please take some time to slow down, to spend it with your family. Uh, if that, if even if means you're just watching Christmas movies or whatever the case, just make sure you take the time because, um, you know, your family is so, so precious. And it's great for us to be able to be here and have our whole nuclear family together. And it's a real blessing. And so we just, we just love you guys, and, and we just want to thank you for your, your love, your support, your prayers, and, uh, and of course, that gift uh, that just expresses your heart toward us. And so God bless you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Is it okay if we just sing that? Yeah, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We do that. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. 
We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Things we bring to you and your kin. Tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Give yourselves a hand. That's great. God bless you. Have a wonderful season. Ha, ha, ha.